As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast here on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Harper. We got Josh Hustis. We got Dave DeFour. No J. King today. You know why? Because he's scared. Because he didn't want to have the conversation. Because he 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 avoid he tried to avoid the conversation by by staying in it in the group chat last night. <laughs> <laughs> that Patrick Mahomes is the greatest ever. I don't care he's about your Tom troll. Brady resume. Tom Brady did a great job. Great career. Great resume. Mahomes is the best. This feels like in 2012 when some of us were saying, hey, Steph Curry's the greatest shooter ever. Be like, no, he has, he's got to hit these miles. No, like we know what we're saying. So just yeah. stop. He's the best ever. I mean, Mahomes is the Steph Curry of football. It's, you know, it, it's like he does yeah. stuff that just, I'm like, how do you guard that? How do you stop that? It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. My dog agrees with us. Um, <laughs> as a 49ers fan. Boogie knows ball. As a 49ers fan, as soon as that field goal went up for the 49ers in overtime, uh, I knew it was over. I knew it was. I, I knew it was know, over the minute. I knew it was over the minute the Niners got their PAT blocked. That was it. That was the yeah. That's probably that was fair. the game. That was it yeah. because literally that Although, goes. The game ends as a one point lead for the Niners. Game over. You can't tell me that the Chiefs don't just go get a touchdown there. It's Mahomes. You know, right. like down four. Like you never. I, I just. I, I just think like they go get a touchdown. Well, it was like we were talking about, like, the dude, he did it by himself at the yeah. end of the game. Like, Kelsey made a, a play yeah. or two, I'm, but nothing crazy. Like, he didn't have one of those monster runs. It was just Mahomes no, just it was Mahomes being better. Just the scramble up the it's middle. The, for yeah. how, what was like, that, third that, and like, one or fourth yeah. and one? And just, like, yeah, some design yeah, run play yeah. for him. Like, come on, man. Just gone. Yeah. So, He's so just frustrating. Every, everything else, I mean, again, it's it's just like Steph, right? Everything yeah. that comes in their offense comes from the threat of Pat Mahomes. And <laughs> I like I was scared of Lamar Jackson because he is this unstoppable force, but Mahomes is a different thing. It's a savant it's the best. level genius yeah. um and physical gifts. He's he's insane. It's so much fun to watch that guy play football. Not against your favorite team in the Super Bowl. Over no, two now. That hurts. That sucks. That, that sucks that in both games. I'm like, yeah, there's the, like it didn't matter what the, what it was. Like both games, I'm like, yeah, the 49ers are gonna win this. I thought they beat the He's, Ravens, but I, I thought knew they we had it. Mahomes. I knew they. I, I thought we Mahomes. had it. I know that I probably made you mad texting the group 
at halftime. You know, no, it was funny. Like, You're like, it's a wrap. I'm like, no, it's Dave. over. It's over. It's over. Dave, don't do this. I was good. I could have gone home and just thought we won, but no, oh, it was fun. It was a great game too, man. It was a, a fun game. A like game. it was ugly, and it was like a defensive battle and low scoring. Um, I think the over under was 47 and a half, and they hit 47. So you know that's tough. Uh, yeah. For the gamers out there, but shout out to the people that bet the purple Gatorade. I love like I was on NBA radio yesterday and we talked to like a gambling expert, and he even he was like, uh, like the over under on the anthem, Gatorade color, coin tie. He's like that's the most degenerate stuff. Like I don't even bet that. So <laughs> yeah. he was like I don't even bet that. Like you got to be in an interesting you. place in your life to put money on yeah. those things. Uh, you're, either doing really, a- you're either doing really well in life. To put money on those, or you're you're doing the exact opposite. You're doing very poorly. Yeah, you're doing. Your, or things both. Aren't going at the great. same time, I, one part of your life is probably great, and the other one's probably not. Right? There's yeah. no there's no part where both are great. Uh, yeah, it just like doesn't happen. Off the strip casino. It's like you walk through, and the people that are gambling at off strip casinos in the middle of the afternoon, like that. That's it's more than just for fun. It's this tough. Is, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. They, I, at that point, I don't think it's it's like oh, you got so, carpal tunnel in your wrist so from hitting that, that slot machine button. Um, yeah, it's time to you go to Red go Rocks Casino. Even the even the hit me, you know, Tuesday. they hit me on the blackjack. Yeah. Like you should be, you should never be playing blackjack when it's light out. That's a rule. Like unless you're, you're at you're like never a supposed to side, know it's light out. That's I mean they yeah they that's how they get you. You never know what time it is. They really shouldn't even allow I'm phones in casinos. If they really want to maximize this, you got to leave that shit in your room. They should not let that. I don't know why I'm trying to make casinos more money right now. I'm no, so hopped no, up on cold medicine. I mean, let's just get through this. this is, uh, any final thoughts on the Super Bowl, guys? Uh, favorite ad? Do you like Usher? How'd it go? I mean, Usher was great. The halftime show He's was the greatest. Great. The halftime show was, was great. I had low expectations, but it was really, really good. I lost I my cared. shit when Lil John came out, man. I love Lil John. Oh, it was great. Well, it's the it's it, the the halftime shows are becoming tailored to our generation, and it is becoming really yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've gotten I mean, out go of back, the like, like the Doctor Dre. Yeah, yeah, you go back to the Doctor Dre halftime show. You go to this like they're getting super fun because they're bringing back nostalgic acts for yeah. the largest viewing audience. Of now, the this is the funny. This is the funny thing that you say that they were always bringing in nostalgic acts. They, right. But it's hitting where we are enough. now. Yeah. It's, well, now yes. we're old. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like at the, at oh, the risk man, of Usher been hanging out with us for 25 years. Right. At the risk of, uh, of pissing off um, Northeastern sports writers. Don't ever bring Bruce Springsteen back. Oh, I don't ever want to see that crap again. Mark Dagnalt is, is fuming. He's, right is now. he going to close his door on me? <laughs> He's got an open door policy. He'll shut the door in your face. (laughs) You don't like the boss? He's too young to like the boss. He can't do that. He's He's too young. Obsessed. He's obsessed. He's in his 30s, right? Yeah. I think Mark is what? Probably 39. Yeah, right? You got to be 38. You have to be 50 plus at this point to... He's an old even be allowed. He is. So right there, Andrew just put in the chat. He's the oldest 30. He absolutely is the oldest 38 year old ever. I mean, to, to, to be listening to Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. I, I would we get it. We worked in a factory. We came from a hard time. Okay. <laughs> get over it. You got uh, some blue jeans on, you know, what was your, what was your favorite ad? 
I thought the Dunkin' Donuts ad was funny. That right? was a like, great one. That was great. Yeah. Also, I mean, speaking of, you know, Northeast, I wish Jay was here because that definitely was his favorite ad. Uh, it had to have been. Anytime you get Matt Damon and Ben Affleck together doing something, I don't know. If you get Ben Affleck to show emotion and not look like he's ready to just hold on now. You got Someone's got to watch Geely again. Someone's got to watch Geely <laughs> again, man. Geely, all emotions all the time. Oh, no. the par- You know what I loved? I love too is the uh, is it Paramount Plus the commercial with uh, Patrick Stewart and Creed and Hey Arnold? Oh, I missed that. And two, uh, you didn't see that one? Oh no, I might have gone one. to the bathroom at that point. It's a great one. I missed that. Um, Patrick Stewart hucks Hey Arnold into the side of a cliff. Oh okay, I'm into that. Uh, and I'm happy for Taylor Swift. Obviously, congratulations to her. The script worked, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, know. I'm going. I'm going, full, I'm going full annoying fandom. He, Zach, uh, <laughs> simultaneously calls Mahomes the greatest football player of all time, while also saying that it was scripted. And they, hey man, <laughs> Joe Montana didn't win a ring every year. You know, sometimes the greatest doesn't do it. Uh, all right. Uh, my favorite ad was probably uh, Jesus washing feet. So let's move on, guys. Let's go to. <laughs> A game we love to play around here called Plant Your Flag. Oh, yes. Oh, I love Plant Your Flag. It's pretty obvious in case you didn't know what the rules are. We're going to give you Jay's not here, options. so no need to explain. <laughs> Maybe he's listening. I don't want him to be confused. Jay, if you're listening, uh, this is where we have options and we plant our flag on one of these and, and make an argument for it. So let's plant a literal our flag, flag, guys. Not a literal flag, Jay. We didn't, the athletic didn't send us flags, okay? Not so yet. We're working on them. Yeah, we're working on it. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Plant your flag. I will give you four teams here. The Timberwolves, the Clippers, the Thunder, the Nuggets. Dave, plant your flag. Who finishes with the one seed in the West? I, I'm going to go with the Nuggets. Um, obviously, they're the defending champs. I think they're the best team in the league. They're They still look really really good and, and they're just a, such a well-oiled machine that i think down the stretch they don't really have to experiment much uh, outside of their bench figure out who's going to be in the playoff rotation i think they know their guys and that helps mm-hmm. them out quite a bit like they don't have to play around with lineups they know what they want to go with and i think when you've got Jokic and the ability to lean on him in, in crunch time they're just going to pick up wins that are you know like good teams can turn would be losses into wins and i think that with the nuggets they're, they're going to do that enough to to win the one seed. It's crazy that we have four teams uh, going into the all-star break basically tied for first place. I mean, this playoff yeah. race is, is mm-hmm. it's, it's February, and we're talking about like an actual playoff race for the top seed right now, and that's kind of yeah. incredible. But I just think I tend to just trust the Nuggets, right? Like I, I feel like they're going to go back to the finals. I feel like the path there for them, and they know this, it starts in Denver, like the home court advantage that they've got. Teams don't want to come there and try to run. So right. It's important to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the Nuggets are gonna they're gonna do this. Josh, plant your flag. Like when we're talking about the team that I believe has the best chance to win the title, I'm it's Denver for me. Like, yeah. and I know we're gonna get into that again <laughs> later. But for the team that I think is gonna finish out this regular season as number one seed, I think it's still gonna be Minnesota. I think Minnesota. I mean, you look at their twenty-four and eight in conference so far this season. Like I think that overall they have the best conference record in the West. They're playing well. Now, do I think it's going to translate to the playoffs? I don't see it 
being like that. I don't think that they're necessarily a great playoff team, but right now for the rest of this regular season, I, I think that they've got the the advantage going into the rest of the season, considering like they're great at home. They're great at home. They've done it already. They've beat these teams already. But um, but yeah, it's it's hard to say because this isn't the team that's going to win it. I, I do think Denver is still the favorite. Like like you said, it's weird. We've got four teams. Not only are they fighting for the one seed, and they're all basically tied. Every single one of them has got a chance to win it all. Yeah, I mean, like look, the Clippers like legit contenders. The Clippers knowing each other in February is brand new, right? Like they normally sure. are a bunch of strangers until playoff For time sure. when they actually get to yep. play together. So, I mean, even like the Clippers, who we probably, I think, in this exercise are going to tend to overlook a little bit just because, yeah. you know, they, their history. Kawhi's right? going to rest and, you know, PG's going to rest and they're going to find ways to get these guys uh, ready for ready the playoffs. For, yeah, for sure. Whereas, Whereas, like, you know, like you said, Minnesota, Rudy Gobert is a walking top five regular season defense alone. Mm -hmm. And when you've got when you're starting and that's your floor, that is is a huge advantage. So if they wound up being the one seed, I I actually think that it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. Last year, I thought they had a a chance just by adding Rudy Gobert. I was like, this team could be a, a home court advantage team in the playoffs last season. Now, th- this season looks more like we expected things to look last year. Mm-hmm. I think – and Zach has actually been, to his credit, has been ahead of this on on Rudy Gobert. He called it at the Rudy beginning was of the season. Rudy's injury, like whatever it was, yeah. I mean, he looks he looks real good right now. I mean, he looks <clears throat> yeah. defensive player of the year level Rudy Gobert. I think that that's such a huge difference for them. So if you they wound up as a one seed, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. You undersold them at the beginning of the year, Zach. I will give you credit because you said four, four, five seed – yeah, I, I agree. I'm right. I mean, well, <laughs> I'm really good at this. Yeah, it's not at all what I said. <laughs> I'm also hacking up a lung this whole time. Yeah, uh, mine is the Thunder. Uh, I think they have the tiebreaker over the Nuggets for the season series, and I think that'll it'll come down to that. And I think they also, tie with the same record. Bismack Biombo is a great pick. It's a nice pickup. It's a nice pickup because what yeah. we talked about a few weeks ago was their issue with size especially when they get to the playoffs having yeah. a guy like Jokic like could Chet take seven games of just getting hammered by a guy like Jokic five games let's let's be honest there. five wow I mean all right this is Denver Nuggets like this is a this is no, like that, these are the champs and, and the Thunder are they're a great story they're a very good team but come on the Nuggets are gonna <laughs> the Nuggets are gonna you the think they're going to sleepwalk guys. into the finals? I think the Nuggets. Oh, I don't. I think that the Clippers can push the Nuggets in a way better that than I anybody. Don't trust the Thunder For to sure. do yet. It's the size <laughs> of the Clippers. I think it's the size and the defensive versatility. Yeah. yeah. All right. Question two. Try to get through this one. Plant your flag, Josh. Cavs or Bucks to go further in the playoffs? Um. This one was tough for me. Obviously, the Bucks have more experience with it, but I'm going to go the Cavs. I just don't think the Bucks. Wow. You look at where the Bucks are at this point in the season with the growing pains that they've had literally all year, and now that they're continuing to have under a new coach, I just don't think that they're going to have it figured out in time 
to go as far in the playoffs as the Cavs do. The Cavs are clicking at the right time. As long as the Cavs stay healthy. Clearly someone right? didn't see the Bucks destroy the Hornets the other day. Oh, oh man. Good. Yeah. Those, those powerhouse Hornets. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I, I got to give it to the Cavs here. I think that they will go wow. further. Dave, plant your flag. Cavs or Bucks? This was this is actually extremely tough because the Cavs mm-hmm. like they, they've got the second best defense in the league and and the Bucks defense, which has been their calling card, has just disappeared. I think the Bucks are going to right the ship though, and I trust Giannis and Brooke Lopez to defend come playoff time. And I think Damian Lillard and Giannis in the pick and roll come playoff time is going to be unstoppable. So I, I'm taking the Bucks here. Giannis is a champ. He's an MVP. And I think that those guys just, they tend to perform come playoff time in, in a way that, that the guys that haven't done it yet, you know, until they do it, I can't say that the Cavs are going to do it. And I right. know that's such a like sports thing. And, but I just trust Giannis and Dame to figure this offensive part out. And the defense won't matter as much because you've got Giannis and Brooke. The Cavs, on the other hand, their weaknesses are, they're going to be glaring come playoff time. Like, can Mobley create offense in the playoffs? That's the big question yeah. mark for that team. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Like, I'm, I'm also going with the Bucks here, uh, simply because we saw, and look, this Cavs team is better than what we saw last year. Handled injuries really well, um, but they won 51 games last year. They're the best defense in the league, and they look like absolute garbage against a mediocre Knicks playoff team. Right now, if they had looked that way against what I think this year's Knicks playoff team is going to look like, then it'd be more understanding. Mm-hmm, but that right. team last year was not that good. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I yeah, part of me has reservations on do they know how to play playoff basketball? Right. I know they know how to play regular season. Whereas with the Bucks, look, I don't believe in Doc. Like, I don't, I don't think he's a good, like a good enough coach to to fix all this. I don't think he has enough time to fix all this. You know, maybe if he'd come in beginning of the season, right before the season started. I would believe in it more, um, but I mean Giannis and Dame are really good. You know, that might be a they get to the second round and the Cavs get to the first round. That pick and roll just works, man. Like it, it just it just works. And yeah, I don't know. Now you get you can get into some of the finer points, like Josh. Like you know, pick and roll. You got two great players in the pick and roll. The real most important guy winds up being who's the release valve. Who are they kicking the ball mm-hmm. to? Those yeah. are the concerns I yeah. have, right? Because they're going to draw the entire defense. But I, what I like yeah. about the Cavs is that front court. I like the Mobley Allen front court <laughs> clogging the lane. Yeah, that that's not an easy. I mean, I get that Giannis is a power, like it's just a powerhouse, and Giannis dunks on people and he finishes. But if you had to pick two guys waiting for him at the rim, like is there it's much better options sure. than having Jared Allen and Evan Mobley waiting for him at the rim? And then do well, the Bucks have been shooting outside of Dame to punish them for bringing the defense in to stop them at the rim? Yeah, a Bucks Cavs series makes might make me change my mind. Do you know what I mean? Right, like the matchup they, might because, not work there, right? Right. Well, yeah. think about the point of attack defense for the Bucks and how awful it is. And now you've got to guard Garland and you've got to guard Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, sure. one of the Damian best Lillard. downhill drivers. Yeah, for in sure. The league. Um, and how's Donovan Mitchell gonna, has done it in gonna, the playoffs. Yeah, he, has, he was in the bubble, yeah. but uh, sure. <laughs> how has how is Donovan Mitchell going to guard Dame if we're going to make this a matchup now? 
That's fair. We, we literally mean, he's gonna saw get, he's going to get smoked. He made Jalen Brunson hundred million dollars. <laughs> it turned out to be like actually That's underpay. Good investment. Yeah. It's yeah. Good yeah. Investment. It turned out to be an underpay, yeah. but this yeah. was a guy who's like, yeah, 50, 60 million dollars. And then Jalen Brunson was so good against him. Like hundred mil. Let's do it. Not blinking an eye. Donovan Mitchell still has played the worst defense I've ever seen in a postseason. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. So I just, like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're wrong about, like, the match. I'm just saying, when you say, how is Dame going to guard these guys? Well, how are these guys going to guard Dame? We'd have to wait a long time for it. They would have to both, it would have to be a finals, right? Just about for them to cross. Uh, Can we not get that? No, it'll be second round, I think. I think it'll be a second round. Really? You think so? Yeah, aren't I think, they number I think, two and think, number three? Yeah, that's the second round. Is it? Oh, all mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Well, there you go. That would be the second round. Let's see it happen. All right. Next one, plant your flag. We'll start with Josh on this one. Warriors or Jazz to miss the plan? <laughs> ah, Will you stay <laughs> no. true to your preseason prediction? Coward. No. I think the Jazz are going to miss the plan. I think the Jazz have a more difficult schedule the rest of the season. They see the Wolves a bunch. They see mm-hmm. Denver. They like they have a tough finishing schedule here. They just trade away Fontecchio. That's what I was going to get to next. Uh, the Warriors <laughs> just flat out have an easier schedule the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, they play each other how many times? They play each other a bunch the rest of the season. Yeah. The Warriors see the Spurs. They see the Blazers. Like they have just a flat out easier schedule. Now, um, I will I will say this after Saturday night's game with the reunion of Draymond and Nurk. Oh, I'm not I'm not convinced that Draymond's going to be around the rest of the season, <laughs> dude. Already, he was. It, it took very very short amount of time for him to be like almost off the rails in that already. game. I, I'm watching just like Nurk is. He like he scored he scored like two layups in the fourth. And they were great plays. And he's like screaming at the Suns. Like unhinged, screaming at the Suns. Nurkic overplayed the turn his back. He turned his back to Draymond at 12 feet. 12 feet away. And you're like, I don't think you got it. And then gives up a layup. (laughs) That's so funny. Turn your back. Probably should never turn your back. He did it to Giannis to, like recently. He does it, it to Giannis. Right? Giannis was on the three-point line. Yeah, right. Turn your back to Draymond at, at the three-point. To line. be fair, oh, 12, twelve feet. A jumper from Draymond at twelve feet is the same as that's a jumper what, from Giannis I'm just saying at twenty-three. That that's, <laughs> he true. turned his back before Draymond even started shoot, looking like he was going to shoot yeah. the ball. Yeah, it was so I mean, disrespectful. When he's doing this, okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe. 
<laughs> he turned his back and he just drove. No, right he just, he, back Draymond the had the ball on his hip. Like it wasn't even like there was no he, shooting what, motion. He, no, wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> no, that was not great. But of all people for Draymond to get into it with, that might be the guy to just be to pump the brakes a little bit. Oh, that might the be Bosnian the beast. Just, the Bosnian yeah. beast. That might be the I guy. It, to, I have a rule that whenever someone's nicknamed the with. Bosnian beast, they don't mess with them. <laughs> yeah, um, that's probably that's probably a good rule to follow. Yeah, I, I'm I'm obviously I'm going to take the Warriors here, man. Like the NBA's got a chance to have a potential Warriors Laker play in game, and there is no way, dude. There's a, that there's the Utah a ch- Jazz are making the play in. There's there a is no way. Have I don't think I don't think this will happen now because they're playing better. But there's a chance you could have Dallas, Phoenix, Golden State, Lakers as the play-in team. Unbelievable! Luca, KD, Book, Beal, Steph, Pachemski, LeBron, AD, all the greats. Jay's yeah. not on the call. You don't have to. Do oh, that. that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, all right. Next question. I'm also taking the Warriors. I just no offense. To yeah. The guys, but I, if, it's tough. and also, hey, I, I should say this too because they're the Warriors are actually playing much better. The Kaminga yeah, stuff. They look, been, they've looked good the last two weeks. Kaminga's been huge, you know, and and he's opened up. It's he's made Steph's life so much easier. Obviously, Draymond has been amazing. Like as as crazy as he was in that game. It also was like a an old school Draymond game. Like he was, oh, he was great, he was fiery yeah. and good. Um, so I just, I, I just believe in the Warriors more today than I did like three weeks ago. It's just when his when his answer to what did you learn during your suspension was that when I'm on the floor, we're a really freaking good team. That's not really what they were looking for, Dre. That's what my therapist tells me all the time. Sure, that was team is question. better with you on the floor. All right, question four. Plant your flag. We'll start with you, Day. It was reported this morning, Mitch Kupchak moving into an advisory role with the Hornets as they search for a new president of basketball ops. Question is, do the Hornets make at least the play-in within the next three years? Um, You know, this is tough because the Eastern Conference, like look at the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks know they have a guaranteed play-in spot just because they have like four NBA players, right? Right. So if the Charlotte Hornets can somehow manage to add three NBA players to their roster, because I think Brandon Miller's really good. LaMelo is a good player, but he's injured all the time. Mark Williams is nice. Yeah, they've got a couple of dudes who can play. It's just, I mean, three years – it doesn't the feel like a short timeline. No. Yeah. Well, where's the trade value? If they're going to add these players, where's the trade value? Where who do they have that offers the trade value that they're willing to get? Miles Bridges has some trade value and but he's a sure, he's but, a free agent this summer. He's like, free agent. Right, but they're not going to get rid of LaMelo, they're not going to get rid of Brandon Miller. So where where's where's the pieces? Unless I you mean, can somehow go into free agency and convince stars they did it with to a perennially would, bad franchise. He's not a star, but they did it with Gordon Hayward, right? Threw $120 million at him. Like, hey, come hang out. I don't see that. I don't really see that happening. Like, I don't think anybody's going to go there. And they've got at least two more seasons of tanking in them. At least two, right? Like, this year is a a, a loss. It's the worst team in basketball. Yeah, and and also and hopeless. That's the biggest. That's the yeah. biggest part. Yeah. When you look at the Pistons, you say, okay, they're hopeless, but it's poor management. It's poor mm-hmm. whatever. But they've got yeah. a couple of guys who can play. Yeah. Um, you look I at mean, San we Antonio. At least talk about you the go. You, they're building around. Yeah. Generational talent. Right. You look at the Blazers. You're like, all right, I kind of get what they're trying to do here. 
I kind of like this Blazers team, man. I think yeah, no, you kind of see it. You You've see kind of what they're they're working yeah. for. Like with Charlotte, like what is the end game? Hope Lamelo becomes such a star that people flock there and and he lifts them up. But is he right? that guy? He's looked know, at it at times, not lately. Andrew <laughs> Andrew asked us in the chat, you know, how we feel about uh, Vasily Micic. I love Vasily Micic in Europe. <laughs> not in the every, NBA. Every, every I, time he stepped on the floor for the Thunder this year, because it's a weird number. What was he, like number 29 or something like that? Yeah. Because, it's a, because he has a weird number and he just looks – I know he's tall, like, for a regular person. But he just looks regular out there. I just thought someone wandered onto the court. And then he would play, and he's like, he's a good player. Like, he can hoop. He can play. Yeah. He can play. He's one of the most electric point guards in the world at, at, like, delivering the basketball to people. Like, he's just amazing. But the NBA, just the ath- the athletes in the NBA are just yeah. different, man. Like, that. I mean, Josh, Milos like, Teodosic. Oh, Teodosic. Perfect I, right, example. The I best passer I personally have ever seen in my entire life in the world. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, he was fine. Yeah, but you know it lasted for. All right, he was he was throwing some he was throwing some he was throwing some unbelievable passes. (laughs) Yeah, but again, it's the athleticism, it's the speed. You can be a great passer, but if you just two packs a day doesn't really work in the NBA. That's a yeah, two packs a day for Vladi. Yeah, let's be respectful. Let's. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, the Hornets, uh, it's it's hopeless Um, for for now, right? Uh, No team is hopeless forever, but new new ownership. New management coming. I think there's a chance. I just don't. I, I'll still I'll still plant my flag at no. Yeah, uh, three years is so is much not work. Enough time. How many years? Brandon has Miller it though been is since very were, good. Brandon very, how many good. how many years has it been since they were? I mean, they were in the plan Some, two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Three years ago, one of those. They got the first year of the plan, right? That's ex- yeah. That's what. But all right, that's my point. All right, next question. Who had a better trade deadline, the Dallas Mavericks or the New York Knicks? Josh, plant your flag. Knicks. I love what the Knicks did. I love what the Knicks did. I think bringing in Burks and Bogdanovich, like two this year elite three-point shooters. Yeah. Elite three-point shooters. Um, And then if you look at it in terms of a long-term thing, Bogdanovich, his contract gives them an opportunity to go out and try to get something more in the off season, but I think these guys are big pieces now. I think as long as they stay, you know, you get OG back, Julius back, you get uh, uh, Hartenstein back, like those guys yeah. stay healthy. Like this is a team that Mitchell Robinson by the end of the season, Mitch, Mitchell maybe. Robinson by the, but, but here's the thing is like Hartenstein's been so good. Do you step away yeah. from that? He's been I think so you, good. I think you do, but you know that you have that as like a card to play. You know? Right, and that could even be a thing where it's like he's gotten tremendous value. Is that somebody that they shop to be able to get it, bring in another piece for the next year? Like, yeah, who knows? I don't know. I just think that overall the Knicks, in terms of for this year, are better, and going forward have now picked up some pieces that can make them even better next year. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I just they they kept their assets mm-hmm. right. They kept their most valuable assets so that this summer they can, as you just said, go out and get. The big fish, potentially, right? They're still poised for that, but I think they got better in the short term. Uh, Bogdanovich's money next season is like $19 million, super yeah. affordable, and he's a starter in the NBA. You mm-hmm. added two more people who can do stuff with the ball in their hands, can shoot and dribble. 
and that's huge. Make decisions. And for a team that is, I think, going to make a deep playoff run, those dudes are going to play. Alec Burks, for sure, is getting mm-hmm. opportunities for Tom Thibodeau. And he's going <laughs> to he's gonna help that yeah. bench. It also slides their other guys down. Bogdanovich can play the four. And now Josh Hart doesn't have to. Um, you know, you're going to add shooting out there. You're, you're, if Julius Randle can come back and be healthy from the shoulder thing, now all of a sudden you, you could even go small and have Randle at the five some. You know, if you need more offensive punch playing with Bogdanovich, I just I think they got some lineup flexibility. But for the Mavs, it allows them to play a certain way 48 minutes a game. And I think that that's valuable, too. I think so Gafford's I, I one of the most like underrated players. I think Gafford's Absolutely. so good. Um, All they did was dunk everything, by the way, the other night. I mean, it was like, yeah. welcome yeah. to the Mavs. You're playing with Luka Doncic. One of the best in the world at getting you the basketball. Dunk it all. And yeah. it was like, welcome, welcome to the show. I have questions about if PJ Washington's that good, you know, like, I, I don't know. We might have a situation like we had with Rui on the Lakers last year, where just being around a better player mm-hmm. elevates your game. So I, I think Luca can bring that out of him. I love the Gafford addition, but I went from thinking, Oh yeah, the Mavs are like probably making the playoffs. So we'll see what happens in a play-in situation to, yeah, they, they could get second round mm-hmm. in the West um, with the Knicks. I like they can make the conference finals. Like, Honestly, though, if, sure. and if if it breaks right for them, they yeah. can make the finals with this team. Yeah, oh for and, sure. And I, if, if by got, breaks right, you mean like stars break their legs or something? Somebody like, gets you, yeah. they Boston gets knocked out I, I, well, somewhere else. This is the thing, like, though, yeah. with Boston, and and obviously as we get closer to the playoffs, but like we watch Boston collapse at the end of games often. Seen it. Yep. Yeah. And we we just saw it like last night or yesterday. Um, that, you know they they tried to give who, another who they game away. Yeah, a little bit of culture. Josh, you remember? Um, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. They went up against culture without without Mr. Culture, which was still yeah, toughy. So, I, I yeah, I, I think the Knicks, I mean, they're really good, man. They're a very good team. Uh, all right, let's move on to our last question for Plant Your Flag. Plant Your Flag on which buyout player will have the biggest impact on their next team. So far, uh, we've got Dinwiddie signing with the Lakers, Kyle Lowry signing with the Sixers. I don't know if we've had any others since then. Are we going negative impact? Or are, we, are we looking for positive impact? <laughs> no, do we have two options? Here's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's interesting about like, we put Dinwiddie to the Lakers. Two options. The thing about Dinwiddie to the Lakers is I don't think he hurts them by any means. I don't think he's bad right. for them. I just don't see what need that fulfilled. No. You know, like, okay, like Gabe Vincent hasn't worked out. Right, so he slides into whatever role you thought Gabe Vincent was going to have. Fine, like I don't, I don't think that's bad. Um, also, like Dinwiddie just like he kind of has this reputation for annoying his teammates. I don't know if that's going to happen. It's another in a short big amount guard. of time. They like, yeah, it's their, a big guard, and like he's good. Size. Size. They like, it's another big guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he doesn't guard. But what does he do different? What, what does he do differently than what they've already got? What does he bring? Yeah, right? I mean, like, I think the hope is that. It's another competent offensive player for when LeBron's not on the floor. Hey, right. maybe the maybe the offense doesn't fall off such a high cliff. Still gonna fall off, but maybe not such a high cliff. You know? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, either way, I think Kyle Lowry probably has a, a little bit more impact on winning. Um, it means and, that it, Josh earmuffs this. It means they don't have to play Cameron Payne as much. And that's big. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, and also, if, if if Embiid is going to come back and be healthy, I mean, look, man, I trust Kyle Lowry to throw post-entry pass. I yeah. trust Kyle Lowry to, to get the ball to Embiid, keep the offense moving. 
you know, um, and he can play with Maxi some too. Uh, so I, I think that there's a lot of ways in which Kyle just fits what they need in, in Philly. And like you said, Zach, what does Spencer Dinwiddie bring to the Lakers that they don't already have that they need? I don't think he brings the defense, which is what they really need yeah. at the point of attack. And the the solid offense, I mean, it's it's hit or miss with Dinwiddie. He's not a what I would call a very consistent performer. He's a yeah. good player, and he has his moments. But I'm sure he'll win him a quarter here and there, and maybe that's yeah. all you need out of a buyout guy, right? Like, Yeah. Well, buyout guys never do much, right? So if he wins him a quarter, he's already better than like 90% yeah. of other buyout guys. So That was the funny thing. People were like, oh, Lonnie Walker was so good for the Lakers. Like, a quarter. He literally had a quarter. That was an important right. quarter, and it made him some money in, in Brooklyn. But like, he had a quarter, you know? And he did that shooting jumpers, right? The f like, he's not a jump shooter. Like, this guy is no. not a good shooter, right? Like, Lonnie Walker made a bunch of money hitting jumpers. Good for him. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's yeah. take a quick commercial break. We come back. We have a contender draft. All right, guys, we're going to draft contenders. I think I'm legally obligated to shout out my guys uh, at All Fantasy Everything, uh, just so they'll keep being nice to me. Um, we're going to do a snake draft. I it says just two rounds. I say we do three rounds. I think I say we each oh get three teams. Oh my god. Yeah, let's get weird in this last round. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so who you think has the best chance to go to the finals and win it all? Josh, you will go first. Dave second, then me third and fourth. Oh, I'm so happy so, I get to so. go first because I get the easy one. Denver. <laughs> Denver. Wow. That is the easy one. That's the easy one. It's uh, They're the champs. I mean, they, like they, mm -hmm. they have sleptwalk. They sleepwalk through this season and they're still – contenders are still great they've got the best player yeah. in the world the only thing i could see getting in their way is injuries you know you gotta obviously keep jamal murray healthy but mm -hmm. as far as it, what i don't see any other i don't know what else gets in their way from getting back there i mean a meteor could hit yeah <laughs> I, yeah, yeah that might sideline a few people yeah. that might slow some stuff i down. think Jokic could take it but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. might have a problem with that. Um, okay, Denver is the first pick. Yeah, that seems pretty pretty good and pretty obvious. Uh, Dave, who is your first pick? I'm going to go Clippers. Uh, I don't wow. trust Boston. I am going to go Clippers. I think Boston can make the finals, obviously. Very, sure. They're the best team in the East by a mile. Kawhi Leonard is going to be the best player or or close to it in every mm -hmm. series, right? Like why he's he, on that why level is he not again. in more MVP discussions? I'm trying to understand. You know, uh, and Zach name, will probably name, agree with me here. Genuine... Do people watch the Clippers? No, but that's see, don't. that's what's um, crazy. Like, you look at his number. The guy is it, what is he? Fifty-two percent right now from the Josh, field. Josh. Forty-five from three. Twenty-eight points a game. Like, I think I can answer your question right here. Okay, are you going to say he's boring? name name a genuine MVP discussion that you've heard recently? It's just people. Look, this is going to be weird. This guy had a phrasing. good game. And it's yeah, going to be weird no, phrasing. Bounces, yeah. For the most part, it's just people who are wanting their guy to be mentioned in the conversation just using masturbatory language to do so, right? Like, they're just – it's all self-serving. No one's having a genuine, unbiased, like, here's what the MVP should conversation should look like. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, yeah, Kawhi – I mean, Kawhi, Luka, Tatum, Jokic. Shea, obviously Embiid's out now, but like mm -hmm. these are all guys that deserve 
great representation in the conversation, yeah. right? It's yeah. a bonus. It's a bonus. Like you could make an argument for KD. You could make an argument for Donovan Mitchell. You can make an argument for Giannis still. Yeah, like as, no, for sure. As as weird as the Bucks seem, Giannis been fucking great. He's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's been bad. Bad. I get like, like we get this weird thing where we're like, oh, Bucks suck. Then you you yeah. know look and you're like, oh. Wait well, it's the it's the hard bigotry of high expectations. Actually, it's like we expect the Bucks for to sure. just cruise through the regular season and just like oh here's have sixty no wins, sure. right? Yeah, and it's not that easy to no. put these new pieces together. No. I mean, again, like I, I think that this is kind of and we do this all the time. We we just think, hey, you take a great player like Damian Lillard, you put him with Giannis, and that just it's going to automatically. It's not it's not how this game works. Nah, especially when you have bad coaching. Oh yeah. And the Clippers have great coaching. That's the other Ty thing. Ty Lue's a hell of a coach. And he's mm-hmm. doing a great job this season. I mean, yeah. I, I think that when you look at how these guys have bought in, Amir Coffee is a player, man. Like, this is a real basketball team. They've got size. Daniel Tice, like, as their third center, yeah. was excellent for them. So, I just think everything is kind of clicking. You've got Kawhi as the best player in any series, you know, up there with Jokic. And, and I think that they've got a, 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 as good of a shot as anybody to come out of the West. I'm gonna get weird. So I'm gonna take picks. I got back to back picks here. I'm gonna get weird. And and nobody's picking already. We're in the hilarious. first round. Hey man, I feel what I feel. Uh, <laughs> Snake draft. I, I was gonna take the Clippers. I've decided to throw all my belief into the Clippers. I think they're yeah, gonna win same. the game. Yeah, I, I, so I feel dumb about it, but I just I don't know. I feel <laughs> I feel good about Kawhi. <clears throat> but my first pick will be your Phoenix Suns. Something about it, man. I don't wow. know why. But Katie you trust good. shooting so much, Zach. Like this hey, is it's actually a great equalizer. It's a great equalizer. I will equalizer, say this. I, I know Zach I, I pretty well. We've been doing this for like yeah. six years or something at this point. And Zach just trusts that these dudes are going to be able to shoot against anybody. And like when you watch them, it's like, all right, man. I don't think they ran. can defend, but like some three they dudes might, that can get it right. If they're healthy, they might be so good that they just like you can only stop. Maybe one of them, you know, they can't stop they, anybody. They can stop but themselves. Whatever. Yeah, for sure. Like shot selection will be huge for them, but injuries is whatever I, I go. Immediately. Sure. Yeah. But I just like, man, Katie is playing on a crazy level. I don't even think Booker's been that consistently good by his standards. So I think that's coming. You know, like I think he's going to go on a tear. Um, Beal's been fine in the mix. Like they bring in Royce O'Neal. I think I'm the only person who doesn't think Nurkic has been a hot pile of garbage this year. Like, I think he's effective enough most nights. And I just, I, they're going to need like seven guys in a rotation. They have seven guys in a rotation if they're healthy. I, I think Phoenix can, can shock the world. It's a strong argument. Yeah. Because it's, it's all in the back. I mean, Kevin Durant is just, uh, you can't guard him. And Devin Booker, you know what's funny is that Devin Booker has been more consistent this season defensively. Oh, he's been great defensively, yeah. right? Yeah. And I wonder how much of this is just the he's been in and out of the lineup a lot. Beal in and out, KD in and out, mm-hmm. trying to pick your spots, right? It's double dutch when you're playing with th- that much talent, and you've got to pick your spots. But come playoff time, Devin Booker, that dude shows up. Like it's yeah. sort of like talking about uh, you know when we were talking about the Cavs. Oh, we haven't seen him do it. I've seen Booker do it. 
you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Yeah, he's been great. He's been he's been great before through these playoff runs. And then I could have flip flopped these. I could have done it either either thing. But like obviously the obvious choice in the East, the Miami Heat. I'll take the Heat here. Uh, <laughs> I was through. waiting. Assuming, I, honest, assuming, I honest to God, assuming that Jimmy was be your first pick. It's <laughs> assuming Jimmy uh, and whatever has gone on with the tragedy in his family is he's able to come back and everything. You know, yeah. prayers to the Butler family. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just they make it. Almost every year. Why would you doubt it? I don't, you know. Okay. Josh, you know. All right. Dave, your turn. Oh, oh you don't want to talk about the heat? Oh. You don't want to talk about the heat? Josh? Talk about <laughs> talking about the heat with you. It's like talking to a brick wall. Because it what it is, is you just hit with the argument. It's it's such a bullshit argument where you're just like, you give. Yeah. I'm see, and I'm mentally strong, so I don't want to get pulled back up into this. No, you don't want to get pulled back in. You're mentally strong. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to hit the group chat later it's on this. the whole, uh, like, worry, hey, yeah. Zach, here's the facts. Here's how things go. And, and all you're met with is, uh-huh. yeah, that's the whole plan. Culture. Yeah, culture. It is a plan. And it's, uh, I guess I uh, I got to go with Boston. Yeah, you have to, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, they're going to. They should have gone the first round. Yeah, they're probably going to. Josh didn't take them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I love the Tillman pickup for them. I mean, just another big body. Like they get deeper. They're just good. That's a great pick. Uh, that's a low key great pickup by them. Because yeah. that's part of my issue with Boston is like I don't think they have the front court depth because I think those guys will be injured, right? Like Chris Tapps gets right. hurt a lot. Um, Al Horford's old as fuck, right? But Tillman, yeah. he can come off the bench, fifteen minutes, play great defense, good rebounder. Like that's yeah. something he can he can eat. Uh, some of these games too, right? Mm-hmm. So Porzingis mm-hmm. can miss two games here and there and Horford can miss two games. Yeah. Again, man, like all of these teams that I think got better, like the little moves at the deadline to get them better, the Knicks, Boston, it's all about taking your guys and just, all right, we're going to take some pressure off. Yeah. And the Tillman pickup, man, it was, it was now that, such that an underrated feel, move. Yeah. I, I still need them to play smarter basketball. Although they might just be so much more talented than everybody in the East that it doesn't matter. I worry um, about them in crunch time. Yeah, that's where the smarter basketball. Like, I just want them to, <clears throat> just someone to remind Tatum. Hey, by the way, nobody can stop you from going to the basket. Mm-hmm. You know, At like all. you don't yeah. need the cool step back jumping. Like, need just somebody go, to remind Jalen Brown that nobody can stop Jason Tatum going to the yes, basket. Yes, that's also that's the important. <laughs> that's also important. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like 
that pickup of Tillman seems small, but that is that's massively helpful to just yeah. ironing out some of the what ifs with them. Like OKC wound up with Biombo, which is, mm-hmm. is a good pickup. But yep. if they could have gotten Tillman, I think we would all be like, oh wow, what a great move. For sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. And because it's yeah. Boston, I think it's it's flown under the radar a little bit. They've, you know, they got Drew Holiday, they got Christoph Sporzingis. Well, it's weird because they've been like boringly dominant. You know, like there hasn't been too much like like they're just like, okay, they're up they're up 18 in the first half again. You know, like it's just there hasn't been anything you ever out of the think ordinary. about what this team what this team would look like if they had like a top five coach like if Spolster was coaching this team oh is they would be running the away they they'd be 73 and nine like they i mean <laughs> they've got that that level talent right like this yeah. is why you know it's so easy to buy into boston i think you don't like joe missoula since when I, I think like he's Joe? I think he's one of the worst quotes in basketball. It may, it's the it's it makes I've me, never heard you say a bad word about him. It makes me you've read it. Uh you it makes me <laughs> it ma- it makes me question everything. Like obviously, like he's doing a good job, right? Thrust into a really difficult position, even though that team was super talented last year. Really difficult position to take over the way he did. And they were successful and you know, make game seven of the conference finals, blah, blah, blah. Um but every time he talks, I'm like, this guy is trying so hard to sound interesting, <laughs> to sound clever. And that's that's my hang up with him. Like if he didn't, if he just gave regular cliches, I would think so much more highly of him. And I realize this is probably a me problem. It's not a him problem. It's a me. I just think his quotes are so stupid, like so stupid. And it's not the town thing. For you. It's beyond that. Okay. It's beyond that. They ask him about the royal family. Well, I only care about, you know, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph or something like that. Oh, and it's like, cool. and uh, I like, I, you know, I, when I coached the All-Star, I was able to observe the work habits of our opponents. So I loved that. Like, oh, yeah, okay. You saw him like shoot around and like, he, like <laughs> snap towels at each other. Like, that's yeah. not, like, what are you talking about? A lot of he really likes how these guys drink the Gatorade. Loves, oh my God. And I'm just like, if he was just a regular soundbite i would be i would honestly i would probably be like no one's beating the celtics if he was just a regular <laughs> who's your favorite who's your favorite coach soundbite right now is it doc giving himself like doc gave himself credit for an ato right yo like, that, doc that was doc so talking good. right now there's not better this is with curb being fully back and everything this there's not better tv than doc on a press so conference good. right now what are they one in five with him two Two. Okay, two and they beat the yeah. Hornets, yeah. Yeah, that's right. They beat the Hornets. Uh, yeah, I just like watching Doc's face when he answers yeah. questions. It's like, it's an experience. It's so good. Yeah. No, I mean, watching Joe Mazzulla at a press conference, like I'm like, oh, I would say something stupid like that. That doesn't give me confidence in coaching, you know? <laughs> right. Like, it just doesn't. Uh, but that might be a me problem. Uh, all right, Josh. The Celtics are finally <clears throat> off the board. Who you got? Celtics are off the board. Uh, OKC with my next pick. OKC with oh wow they didn't go yet yeah I know I know there's a lot of there's a lot of options here I mean we had a couple Mm -hmm. bad picks at three and four oh I don't think Um, you should do that to Dave (laughs) fine picks Clippers Celtics that might be the finals what is it what does it look like all right what is a what does an OKC final finals run look like you know because it all has to shake out perfectly right like they dodge the Nuggets is what it is right yeah Mm, right they dodge the Nuggets things fall. What, like the Clippers Correct. play the Nuggets yeah. in the second yeah, round or something like that and take them out? Maybe, yeah. Right. 
But and with their shooting, yeah. with OKC shooting. shooting. So that's the thing. Zach, you like shooter. Yeah. If they can get hot and stay hot, of course. Right. But I, mean, look, I think the I think open Jaylen door Williams could be big. <laughs> yeah, that's um, big. I think Jalen Williams is uh, by far their second best player and should have okay. been an all star. Like Jalen Williams is unbelievable. I don't think people are talking enough about him. I agree. You know, and down the stretch of games, like they've got, we, we talked about with Phoenix, right? They've got guys that can get shots. When the defense tightens up on Shea, Jalen Williams has just taken yeah. over. Yeah. And yeah. that's something that they didn't have, obviously, last year. I mean, he wasn't ready for it yet. But yeah. come playoff time, those dudes, they can close games for you. And like, just and dudes who will, for sure. Like, Dort can hit a big shot. Isaiah Joe, you don't want to leave open. Even, like, Wiggins is I've like, never seen Isaiah Joe miss a shot. No, I do he, not understand how he wound up in OKC. Three players. When the guy shoots like that. Three players in NBA history I never saw him make, uh, miss a shot. Allen Houston, Isaiah Joe, Eric Piatkowski. Those are three guys I never saw miss a shot. Shout out to Jay. You know <laughs> he loves Eric Piatkowski. Has to. He's white. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, OKC, that's a great pick. Uh, all right, Josh, now you got you got uh, one more. My next, my next one, back. Minnesota. Really? Minnesota. Nobody in the East, one. huh? Nobody in the East. Huh. Philly, I just it's it's I'm not confident Embiid's coming back. So I yeah. can't throw them into the mix. You already took And even if he was in the mix, you would you would have taken I him? think I I think I would have. They would yeah. have been up there for me. But without him, obviously, it's it's just yeah. so yeah, Minnesota. But with that being like defensively unbelievable, offensively pretty believable. Believable. Yeah. Uh, I want to see how Monty Morris is able to come in and like help things with the second unit. So yeah, I mean it's it's hard to argue against them, but uh, again, a lot of the favorites have been taken off the board. So. Yeah. I mean Minnesota again, you've got uh Rudy Gobert is going to like that's a great yep. floor for your defense. You know what the offense can do. I think w- what it comes down to for them is can Carl Anthony Towns stick to his role when right. And they just cannot turn the ball over the way they do. And that's why Monty is, is important for, for them. Because uh, <laughs> their their starting lineup is going to turn the ball over a lot. You can't have the bench doing it. Too, right. right. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, this right, is my dude. last pick, right? Last pick, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I got to do it. And I hate to do it to you, Josh. But I actually think that this might happen. The Warriors are going to make the finals. Wow. 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 Look, Steph pick. Curry, Steph Curry is, I mean, I think he's the greatest player ever. And, you know, we can split hairs. This is just, you know, I think he's the, the greatest, greatest player ever. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's In doing, history. look at what he's doing at the time when the league has the most talent, like the best players of all time. They play right now. There, there aren't bums. You know what I mean? Like the, the league is not, Michael Jordan got to go against a lot of guys that would not make it in the league today, right? They wouldn't play for the Hornets. So when you've I don't got a, a player as great as Steph, who can still do the thing. I mean, he scored 60 the other day. Draymond's coming back. Okay, yeah. Well, Draymond is coming back into form. Yeah. Jonathan Kaminga is showing to be like an offensive force and a defensive You're picking force. the Warriors Wiggins. when the Bucks are still on the board, the Knicks are still mm-hmm. on the board. The Cavs mm-hmm. are still on the board. 
Mm -hmm. I, you're new to podcasting. You gotta go. You gotta. You gotta Mavs find out about are still this. on the board. <laughs> Mavs. That's an interesting pick. The Mavs is the Mavs that's is tough. Interesting pick. Yeah. But I, I just think when you've got that much championship <laughs> experience, Clay Thompson with the chip on his shoulder, having to adjust to a new role, feels like one last dance to me, Zach. Mm. Mm. One last, one last dance. Last dance. Put it on a. Put it on a poorly edited. Uh, Documentary. Documentary. Let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think man, the Warriors would scare the hell out of me if if I was gonna have to play against them. Yeah, that's definitely a that's someone you're hoping to avoid, right? Not that they're still a powerhouse, but you just like those ghosts start creeping in. Of they've done it before, we've lost them before. Ask the Kings. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, all right, my last pick. I got two words for you, Josh. Bing bong. Taking the Knicks. <laughs> I love this Knicks team, man. They're You're like, good. I don't know why that was for my credit. Love, they are one, Knicks. like, man, if they just didn't have Julius Randle, I would be all in. I would be all in. Like, I just don't believe in Julius Randle, um, especially in like a playoff scenario, but I love the rest of this team. Have we got to a point team. where Tom Thibodeau is completely underrated as a coach? Let's see how it goes in the playoffs. But you yeah. like we might be heading there because because the backlash against him was so heavy, right? right? And like yeah, it didn't go well in Minnesota. Like he got them, he finally got them back to the playoffs, which was good. I actually think it went really well in Minnesota, <laughs> considering they hadn't you know they hadn't sniffed the playoffs or or winning right without him. But they just you know it, it, certain things on the internet are just so. Like just so battered, and Tom Thibodeau is one of those when it comes to like basketball co conversations on the internet. Like I get it, injuries, minutes. Why are you doing this? Why are you? Do I get it, but we seem to focus on that with Thibodeau more than most other coaches and their shortcomings. Right? Like think about how much shit Thibodeau gets on the internet, and then Dave, think about how little shit someone like your boy Nick Nurse or Taylor Jenkins. Wait, or, my boy? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let me <laughs> let me get my hat with the logo on it, guys, and start talking about my free agency in the summer. I thought I was going to do that without coughing. Yeah, um, but yeah, they, true, I mean, man. think about that, right? Like you you've got certain guys on the on the internet that kind of get a pass for shortcomings when it comes to coaching. Tom Thibodeau does not, and I get it. He's got like he's got his issues, but but some of he's, the perceptions are just flat out wrong, though. Like OG Ananobi gets hurt, he hurts his elbow. That's not. I'm sorry, man. Like play, him playing 40 minutes, that's not how his elbow got hurt. Unless he was doing like crab walks up like, and down yeah, the field. Yeah, I, like. <laughs> and guys get hurt. Guys get hurt playing 20 minutes a game. Yeah. Um. It, it doesn't. I don't know, man. Like I, I'm. I'm kind of over the discourse on on Tibbs playing guys too much. I, I think the, uh, there are two things games, I'm I'm completely out on that I've just decided, and one is. One is just the idea of like overplaying for injuries, overplaying causing injuries. I'm just sick of it. The league flip flopped on it with a memo saying like, "Hey, load management's going to prevent injuries." Hey, turns out doesn't prevent injuries. Make up your mind. And the other one is first round picks. I just do not give a shit about teams trading first round picks anymore. Go for go for titles now. You'll get picks later. It'll be fine. First round pick never scored a basket in the NBA. Exactly. Exactly. No, Josh. You don't like that? No, I, Josh. No Josh argument, is like no, no man. Very no, man. We I'm just open I just policy <laughs> with all draft picks. Hey, we want to know 
your picks in the comments and your plant your flags in the comments. And I don't know, Super Bowl thoughts. Be mad that I said Tom Brady's not the greatest of all time. Thoughts on but Steph Curry apparently being the greatest of all time. Make sure, <laughs> make sure you are uh, subscribed to us on YouTube. Subscribe to The Athletic. Subscribe to The Bounce. Theathletic.com slash The Bounce. Free newsletter every single morning. For Dave DeFore, for Josh Eustace, I'm Zach Harper. Keep it locked on The Athletic.